six, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip. I need food for the kids, money for the rent. Fuck a lockdown, baby, I can't do that shit. And I don't never vote, cause I'm fucking broke. And either way, I know the police ain't gon' leave me alone. On a plane by the visit, land rock me. Crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me. So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding. Cause we might get caught up in a riot. Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden. Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? Do you love to see it? Dudes rocking. Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking. From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix. With that rare candy paint job on the whip, who you with? We have uh, we have a returning guest, and this is uh, this is a special episode, uh, actually for a lot of our listeners, because a lot of our listeners have taken this this journey with us. Uh, it seems more than um, more than I thought. More than I thought, yeah. you know. Cause, you know, it's it, to some people they might say, "Wow, this is yeah, man, that seems a little too crazy for me." But no, mm-hmm. uh, after our last episode, um, it was called Space Mushrooms. If you're looking for, it, if you're new to the show, you didn't <laughs> you didn't know that, but you can go check it out there. But we have Romania Dean Thomas with us, and if and we have been. Uh, me personally, I really enjoyed our conversation. However, I wasn't able to truly grasp what was being said until trying some of this, trying some of the stuff. I had never taken any tonic herbs, any, uh, any reishi, anything like that. Um, now I have been, I have been, uh, messing around with a bunch of different stuff, but the first thing that I got from your site, uh, was the eternal Jing formula. Oh, right, oh yeah. Right. yeah. And good one. Yeah. I, the best way for me to put it, for, for a lot of these things. And I will say, guys, you know, everybody make your own choice of what you want to go, go with and, uh, and everything. But for me is I don't feel any different. I actually feel like myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's that like which because I wasn't before that I was some I was there was a lot of layers or some calcification on me or something <laughs> like there were these things that needed to peel off. I feel like myself. Yeah. Point A, I'm able to get from point A to point B a lot easier. Like, you know, instead of just taking these crazy tangents filled with all these anxieties and things like that. So, uh, first of all, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. And, yo, it's it's so cool. Yo, this is my best friend here. It's so cool that, like, my I've been to the herbs for a while, but I always kind of kept it to myself. You know, you got me into this, Dean. And, like, it's cool that these worlds are colliding and that our audience is getting down, too. And, um, yeah, the Jing, man, that yeah, stuff man. is just, like... Yeah, it makes you feel like yourself. Yeah, it puts you on track. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. What do you th- what do you yeah, think? So what, cool what, you talk about Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so cool and, to hear you guys put it that way because um, it's true. Like if, if, if all of us, every one of us was just to go back to our pure essence and take the conditioning out about what, what it is that we uh, feel like is lacking in ourselves, what it is we hate about ourselves, what it is we feel we don't like about ourselves mm-hmm. and what is insufficient. And we take all that away and we just look at the pure essence of who we are. There would be joy there. We would be, wow. we would all, be, you know, that we would look at this beautiful planet we're standing on and we'd be joyous. Well, that's what Reishi tends to do. It tends to help you. Uh, it, it doesn't block anything. It doesn't act psychotropically. It doesn't uh, alter your mind. What it does is it kind of plugs you back into that purity of mm-hmm. oh, God. I'm this. I'm this. I'm this. You know, cosmic being living in this incredible green planet with blue yeah. water and blue sky, and um, and all of those little things. It's not like you can get rid of them. Uh, I mean, they're they're there. But what Reishi does is it tends to just plug you into a higher frequency. Yeah. Uh, and you know, really, I mean, I, I know it sounds again like you were saying earlier. It sounds um, kind of uh, you know um, to talk that mystical language about frequencies and everything. But it's true that when we're when we're in, uh, 
you know, down in our depression, a self-hatred, uh, this like, I'm not good enough thing. Mm. Um, I'm not pretty enough, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're operating, we're, we're pushing our own frequency down. And we're like this in life where we don't have to be, all of that is conditioning. Yeah. And, um, what Reishi tends to do, the Chinese knew about it for thousands of years and the great Taoist masters, the people who created Taoism, the concept of it, they probably did this from, you know, taking Reishi mushroom um, and they called Reishi the herb of, of uh, uh, spiritual uh, 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 peace and, uh, and, and, and uh, they call it a good luck herb, they call it a spirit herb. Yeah, um, and they mention it as a what they call a bridge between earth and heaven. Yeah, just so like earth is down here with all that physical gobbledygook we got to deal with, and heaven's up there where it's we represents total liberation. And somehow this mushroom is is bridging those yeah. for us, and it can make our lives a lot easier. In yeah. fact, I just came across an NIH study where they were talking about where the NIH, National Institutes of Health had done a study finding that reishi it could be excellent. Uh, for people with uh, who are on uh, drugs for you know for depression, antidepressant drugs, yeah. to to help assist uh, to either uh, you know mitigate their uh, their their uh, dependence on that, or else just you know assist uh, getting over depression. Yeah. Um, because yeah, all of our depression is our own self uh, evaluation that can be clouded. Mm. Uh, Rishi is in in that in that purity up there, and you know, kind of clicking us back into the heaven space where it's like. It's all miraculous. Yeah. Yeah. So it's how you said you felt like yourself. Yeah. You know, you you get these people that'll say like, okay, anabolic steroids, they're going to give you huge biceps. You're going to see this thing. It's like, no, I, there, there's a common, you know, I think misconception is that we need to constantly be growing as humans, like constantly be, you know, experiencing this and doing this. But a lot of stuff, like we kind of carry a lot of baggage with us when we're growing. You know what I mean? And yeah. for me, like, I feel like that almost a childlike innocence still. But with the experiences I have of life, it's it's basically, like I said, it, it's almost like this kind of like, you know, rearranging like a, a but rearranging your house and getting rid of a bunch of stuff you don't need and stuff and it, like that's that's the way i feel is like you know I, I was like a hoarder before that you know just like i kept everything everything influenced me well, you know and yeah. and like a lot of our people have been uh have been feeling the same way and they kind of i think they kind of were like no nah, come on man like there's no way that just that little you know these little things in the forest are gonna are gonna make get rid of the, you, you don't know my problems but for the most part the response from people has been like hey man i i, I see what you're saying you know, yeah, Dean, I, rem I remember a uh, some random interview you did a long time ago, you know, when I was just like YouTubing you maybe like for five, six years ago or something. And you were you're I forget if I brought this up in the last episode, but you you were like, yeah, I want to do like a documentary where I just give this stuff to like truck drivers and see how it because it's That's your point idea. was that it's just so pervasive and non-discriminatory. And, you know, we get, oh, we have this, yeah, yeah we, we, um, get, we have this group chat and we, we got people that just tried it. They have never tried anything like this, you know, and they're, they're like, man, it just really, I can't put it into words. It just really plugs me back in, like you said. And, and yeah, like that you said, the good luck thing, like I definitely noticed yeah. that just, I noticed little things yeah. like, like, uh, I just had a conversation with one of my coworkers and I remembered something he said like three months mm -hmm. ago that I totally wouldn't have remembered otherwise. Just like it had no barrier. It had no importance or anything, but I was like, it just makes my, makes my brain work better. And also totally. it's crazy, man. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're, yeah. If you haven't tried it yet, get on it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Go and ahead. you reminded me of another term that ancient Chinese used for the herb of benevolence. It's a mushroom. Benevolence. Of benevolence. 
I mean, it might might be the best way to describe it. Yeah. It's not psychotropic. It is non, not mind-altering. It does not block any form of perception. What it does is it it reminds you of your benevolent. Your, it brings benevolent energy into to your life. And that's what my teacher, Ron Teagarden, used to say to me when you say, Reishi mushroom, uh, and the Chinese say this, uh, it initiates benevolent cycles of health in your life. So, yeah. in other words, uh, more benevolent experiences start showing up in your life, and you find yourself able to give more benevolence to others. So, it's just like you said, um, you find yourself opening up a more, more, uh, and, and you said some of your uh, listeners from last time or viewers from last time experienced these events where I, I would say now, check out how. It, benevolent energy starts to show up, like what you might call good luck in a sense. I'm, I don't mean to say go out and walk out in front of a car and see if you're going to have good luck. Yeah, right? let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Putting it all on Rishi. But the herb of, of benevolence is what they call it, and, and, uh, and that seems sounds like what, you, what you're saying you experience with it for sure. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do remember talking about uh, the trucker thing. I, I thank you yeah. for remembering that. I was think I was talking about uh, – I want to go down to like Texas and get some some farmers or truckers in Texas and give them ration and film it for about a week. And yeah. See, yeah. You know, like, you know. Yeah. Because they're not going to have any bias like I have, like just hippies that are like, yeah, that's this. I feel it, you know, or whatever, you know, because yeah. I, you in know. Fact, yeah. If, if you want me to tell you my own experience of how I discovered it in 19, 1998, yeah. there was no bias involved. I was, I had just become Ron Teagarden's personal apprentice That's right. in 1998 and was cooking his, his teas and things. I didn't know anything about these beautiful, these big bins of these beautiful herbs mm-hmm. that were all in the hallway. I didn't know anything about them yet. But the, he had reishi mushrooms all over his parlor. They were just yeah. there, the sculptures are kind of stuck there on the shoulder, and like, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, hanging on the picture frame top. You know, and uh, he's a reishi nut. Yeah, he's yeah. All and, uh, yeah. and I kept looking at these mushrooms, going, wow, "This is something drawing me to them." Yeah. And so eventually, uh, it was you know my own spirit guides and angels, which I really believe in. I believe we all have spirit guides. They help me write, for instance. We might go back to that in a while. Mm-hmm. But um, something you know, my spirit guide said, "Hey." Uh, Take it, and I took a bottle of, of his Dwanwood Reishi capsules home, and it said to take uh, nine to twelve capsules a day. I said no, fifteen. <laughs> I took five, five, and five. Yeah, uh, and I did it religiously every day uh, for. You know, it was about the fifth morning I woke up, and in the, let me say that during this time I had a lot of anxiety, a lot of self hatred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, I felt I was possessed. You know, yeah. I, I would have, I would tend to have really negative spontaneous thought before a positive one, I could catch myself and go, wait a minute, why do you just think so negatively about something? Why not positive? I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. talk. You know, I was just like, that was my spontaneous responses. And I, I was like, man, I'm just, I've got some kind of, I'm possessed somehow or something. Yeah. And I was, you know, looking at all the religions and how to get over that. Well, it was about the fifth day of, uh, tonic of taking Reishi. I woke up in the morning and everything in my room looked brighter. The sun. Yeah. It was like there were these strings of little strings of light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I woke up and, and I looked at my ceiling, which was painted lime green. And, I, and the, the light was blasting that green color all over my room. And I went, yeah. oh, my God. And I sat up and I went, the oppression is gone. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I went to work and uh, my whole life started to change. I met uh, the lovely Chinese girl. That I was a young, I call her girl. She was a woman, but she yeah. looked like a young girl. Uh, and, uh, she, we were together for about, you know, 15 years and yeah. a wonderful relationship. Uh, I spent that eight years with Ron Teagarden as his apprentice, uh, working at Dragon Herbs and then running his elixir bars and life was just, 
phenomenal. Um, yeah. And then there's been times lately when I, I didn't take Reishi. And it's not like, let me, let me say this to people. Like, yeah. it isn't something that you, you get stuck on this, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't take it, suddenly you're going to have bad luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if that, that were the case, nobody would have ever touted its, its fame in the past. You know, no one would have ever said this is a great thing. Because yeah. it would have been a crutch, a dependence, a fake. It would be fake. Exactly. Um, but what it, what it, if you if you say stop taking reishi, maybe about six months later, you kind of start feeling like you're kind of relaxing back into like what you might have felt like was your normal life before. That's exactly what happened to me. And then and then some some impetus comes along to take it again, and bang! Like the thing is, it works so quickly, you know. Uh, and, uh, yeah. if I may elaborate a little further, uh, when I started my new company, Super Talent Herbs, about, about two years ago, I was in a terrible state of depression. I may have discussed this in the last uh, time we talked. Um, it's and okay. I, I was here in, in Louisville, Kentucky, um, very depressed, broke, um, feeling out of touch with everything in my, in my people, my family, my spirit family. And all I had was a couple of kilos of my formula called Shift, which is a reishi-based formula with other herbs that tonify the spirit. There's about 10 herbs in Taoist, uh, in my lineage, that are known to, uh, quote, to tonify the spirit. And I had, and I took some of that. And it was about two hours later, I was out jogging, and, and I went, wait a minute. And I just like, again, the light just seemed to, I mm-hmm. think it was mycelia. When you study fungal mycelia, it was like mycelinating me back into yeah. the, to the, to the, to the continuum of everything and i was like i'm plugged back in and and i came home that night and my brother said dean we're starting you over again we're going to make we're going to create a new company together yeah um, so it's amazing that once you know this mushroom is is my favorite and and you know david wolf's a big fan of it and chaga but he calls it you know he calls chaga the king and reishi the queen i I don't know but in my mind reishi is the herb of spiritual benevolence is what the chinese always called it and once you have used this as a sort of a key and you've been diligent you take it for a little while you can't expect a miracle overnight yeah take it for a while like a week or two uh on a on a regular basis your body gets used to things in circadian rhythms Mm -hmm. you take it according to certain rhythms yeah um and you can experience a kind of a breakthrough that will be there for the rest of your life, whether or not you're taking reishi. But if at some point in your future you're not taking it, you come into kind of a funk, you can just take some and, and, and that, that door has been open. You can yeah. just walk right back in, you know. Yeah. Um I, I had a you talk about circadian rhythms. That's not something we talk about a lot on here. Describe so when you say taking it with certain rhythms, like how uh could you elaborate on that just a little more? Well, the circadian rhythms of our lives is, are that um, when we wake up in the morning, you know, we're kind of in a what we call a spleen consciousness. We want to be fit. We want to eat carbohydrates so that we have uh, cellular food to break down for our day. So we can get, we're hungry. We want to eat breakfast. Um, that is part of the circadian rhythm of the spleen. And then later on, the circadian rhythms change. And by evening, it's changing to, you know, you want to shut off your brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so there's these different times of the day when there are certain needs. And, and the, the ancient Chinese had figured out herbs that, that, that you know, support those various uh, daily phases. And so, but reishi supersedes them all. It's, it's, uh, it's not an energy tonic, but it's also an excellent tonic to take in the night to help wind you down, get rid of the anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's a great tonic to take in midday to not get overwhelmed and stress with your work. Uh, it's great to take in the morning as well because you're going to go out with a clear and positive attitude about making that day, conquering that day, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so, in other words, if you took it three times a day, uh, you know, that morning session, you're going to, like, prepare yourself for a day of benevolence. 
the middle of the day, you're going to prepare yourself to be in your heart chakra. Maybe you have a date with your loved one in the night. You can take it to like, okay, it's time to wind down. You know, that's what I'm saying. It keeps your dreams really positive, you know? And the one thing I find about the, the Chinese herbs have this really weird thing of their, on one hand, they're extremely gentle. And on the other hand, they're extremely powerful. It's the weirdest paradox, you know, and it's, and Rishi's that embodied perfectly. Thank you. Yeah. Well, what you just said touched on a, a rather large topic, and because there are three classes of herbs in Chinese, uh, we call TCN traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah. Uh, the tonic herbs are, are in the superior class. There's only about forty of them mm-hmm. in all Chinese medicine. There's thousands of herbs there. There's only about forty, and these are in that class because they're not considered medicinal. They are considered balancing and and preventative. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they do is they so the word tonify. When we call it a tonic herb, what we're saying is tonify means, and it's an ancient Greek word, this wonderful explanation, it says to tune the strings of an instrument into harmony. Now, if you had a guitar and you were playing it and one string was slightly out of tune, it's going to, it's going to ruin the whole effect mm-hmm. of the tone. It's all got to be in tune. Well, the body's the same way. It's a bunch of instruments, all the organs and the flow. Um, and so a tonic herb has a way of attuning us into equilibrium, mind, body, and spirit. There's only about less than probably about 20 really uh, true full tonic herbs ever found in the thousands of years of, of search. And they're still out looking. The Chinese are still looking. Yeah. Uh, if you look at tonic herbs in the West, we don't really know because we never evaluated them. But I would say maybe sassafras or sarsaparilla <laughs> is possibly a tonic. Uh, we know shilajit from India, amazing tonic. Uh, and so in, in Ayurveda, they have what's called Rasayans, which are the equivalent of tonic herbs. And so, like you said, a tonic herb is uh, it, it, it's powerful, but it's not pushy and, 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 and intense. It's more like, wow, bringing you into to balance, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. of mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. Definitely. That was beautiful. What do you, what do you think, Glenn? Um, yeah, yeah I, I completely agree. I mean, it's like, you know, some people like to be like, well, I'm going to work on this aspect of my life and this aspect of my life <laughs> and then everything else will fall into place. But like you said, sometimes that'll stick out like a sore thumb, even in the reverse thing where you might have one string in tune and the other five are just completely haywire. And then what do you have? I mean, you just have a, <laughs> just a complete mess. And like, for me, I, I like, I, we have some questions from listeners. I'm going to go, but I, but for me, I, I have my, my question. I don't expect you to answer my personal problem, but I know a lot of other people feel the same way. Uh, in fact, I know the answer, but I, I just, there, it's, it's a, a common, I think when, when people start uh, taking their health seriously and, and other things like that, I think they might run into the same problem I'm running into. Uh, I started uh, using your, your shift formula as well. I, I did about a two week course on that. And um, I will say that that's a powerful, I'm kind of a type A person. I'm very uh, confrontational, not in a violent way, but I'm very like an, a kind of intense person. Uh, yeah the shift kind of amplified that in me. Um, but I think it was a, it was a good thing. However, there's certain aspects of our life where maybe that's not what I need to be, you know, like maybe, maybe I need to dial it back a little bit, but I, but I felt so good. I felt, I felt so good. And I guess what I, what my question is, is how do you, when you're, when you're getting spiritually, you know, you're, you're, you're healing your spirit, uh, moving forward, taking Rishi and all that stuff, but then you, you know, enter a world that's, that's not that, you know, you enter a world that where nobody else is doing that. Like for me, I'll, I'll give you an example. I wake up in the morning. I usually start off with with whatever I'm taking, uh, um, whether it'll be the the Jing shift, whatever I'm doing for like a two week course or something. Uh, I start reading my book, um, but then it's time to go to work. I eat my my nice healthy breakfast. Then it's time to go to work. 
I suddenly start feeling like more out of place at work than I did before because <laughs> I feel like I've healed or are and are healing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you I, again. You don't have to solve that problem for me. I know I just need a new job personally. But <laughs> like the, the, the but, but do you have you ever ran into that before? Like especially like in '98, like you said, like were you kind of running into like I don't know if this. I think I might have realized that this this where I'm at isn't for me. You know. Yeah, I had hit a wall. I, I was praying. I was praying for an answer. Um, well, in in shift in that formula, <clears throat> there is an herb included in the formula called polygala. And um, this herb is very famous because it's called a, a shin stabilizer. The word shin means spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it, in other words, in Western terminology, it would be called the spirit stabilizing herb. It's a, it's a unique herb. There's, a, there's no other like it in all of, of Taoist, uh, in my lineage, in Taoist herbalism. Uh, and uh, it is used to help um, a person overcome uh, addictions, uh, to essentially walk away from that which does not serve your higher good. Uh, uh, to be able to say, that doesn't serve me. Smoking cigarettes doesn't serve me. Yeah. This harmful relationship does not serve my higher good. Yeah. Um, you know, drinking too much. Uh, being, feeling negative all the time. You know, this doesn't serve my higher good. And, uh, and I intend, I, I allow, uh, the higher expression of my life to manifest, to prevail. And in time, uh, you know, polygala is there to assist you in the move away from that, which does not serve your higher good, which sounds like something involving this job mm -hmm. does not serve your higher good. And to give you the strength and the faith to say, it's okay. I will, I will be okay. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to stay with this out of fear or out of, uh, you know, sense that I don't deserve better, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. And I'm such a creature of habit. And I think that's what I was noticing. It was, it was almost me trying to suppress this kind of revelation, <laughs> like where I was like, I know I, and I knew I was in a place I wasn't, I'm not super happy in at work and stuff. Uh, I have the day off today. That's why I'm all beaming all over the place. But you know, I have that. I like, I know that I'm there, but it's like, it's, it's crazy. Cause it's still that fear. It's that, it's that creature of habit that, well, is, is the next thing better truly, or am I walking into something else bad? But like, it's like you, I, I think you described it perfectly. And I didn't even know that I was just taking like shift. That sounds cool. It sounds like something I need, you know, and, and, but, but I, you, you, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> like I was feeling that and I was almost reflexively trying to suppress that. Like, it's like, no, 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 just get through these eight hours, get through these 10 hours and go home and then unwind. Right. That's yeah, what that's, yeah, I think that's always yeah. the scariest part of everybody's uh, well, day when people talk about drinking too much, using yeah. drugs, eating, eating terribly is that unwind period. Um, and one thing I'll say is that I feel less of a need to unwind in a, in a, uh, problematic way, uh, when I'm taking these that's herbs, right. I, that's just me. I, I don't have a, an, a, like an actual pro like I don't, I don't have alcoholism. So I think for some people it might be different, like yeah. obviously get the help yeah. you need for that. Yeah. Um, but for me, like I was definitely like a, Hey, oh man, beer sounds real good right now after work. You know what I mean? Even though it's like. Yeah. You know, that's not a, I don't want to reward myself with that. There's, I don't need that. You know, I don't, I, yeah. I don't, but I was, I was not making the beeline for the refrigerator coming home after work, after a tough day. I, yeah. I just was able to unwind a little bit easier and might even take some of the, the some of, some of the products, some Rishi or something to do yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I, I guess some of our listeners have asked me, I'll keep them anonymous, of course, but they have said like, does this stuff really help you just kind of like, you know, uh, if you're struggling with certain bad habits late in the day yeah. for that unwind period? Yeah. Yes, it does. Um, it, 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 it should. Yes, indeed. Uh, the formula is designed as a comprehensive 
shifting to shift your energies into higher frequencies where uh, anything that is on a lower frequency is essentially not good for you, be it a bad food diet. Say you're addicted to some kind of bad food or not addicted. Say, you you know, you crave or you, right, you know, sure. yeah. poor quality food. All that stuff is going to keep you down in a frequency where depression is more likely, mm-hmm. where you're less likely to feel that sense of fulfillment. So, uh, and, and you touched on something here that, that reminded me to make sure and, and make clear that we can't just take uh, like Reishi or a product like my shift formula and expect uh, miracles without also taking the diligence of our time to take care of our bodies by mm-hmm. eating right. And so my whole thing is, is a combination of like, you know, I'm really into weed juices. Like uh, find out your local edible weeds, get plant snap and go around and find out your local edible weeds and um, take a handful of those every morning and throw it in a blender mm-hmm. with some almond milk and honey and some cacao and then throw a, a spoonful of shift in there. Let's go. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's rocket fuel right there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're talking about like really being able to help yourself and others around you in a miraculous way there yeah. because you're getting all these um, – elements and antioxidants and the alkalinity and everything from yeah. nature. Uh, so yeah, we, we cannot, uh, but when we combine the tonic herbs and that's what my book raw chi is about. Uh, it's a, it's a book written for raw foodists. Uh, and uh, if we combine tonic herbs with a living diet that is diverse and wild, remember yeah. when we can, I don't, I don't like to say something that's going to make some big industry mad, but when I walk into to a big grocery store, I go in the organic section, everything in the, produce and i go this place feels like a funeral home yeah yeah <laughs> genetically yeah it's these they've been so heavily cultivated neutered yeah that these plants can no longer survive in the wild on their own they, they have no adaptogens which i don't know if we'll maybe another time we'll talk about adaptogens yeah but these plants have no adaptogenic uh, chemistry and you know internal pr- protection and also genetics because humans have made their lives easy by watering it, planting the seed, and then keeping the bugs off of it. And so but, so now this plant can't just grow in the wild like a green. You're not going to walk in the woods and find a green pepper growing there. Yeah. Well, what they did then through this process, they made it more succulent and sweet, easier to digest, masticate and digest. But we lost the wildness. All of those uh, protective elements that are in the plant are protected from, from invasive uh, elements and organisms. That stuff's gone. Uh, and, and that's why humans are afflicted with uh, more illness because we, we're not taking in the stuff that protects us uh, against the invasive elements and organisms. Um, and so the tonic herbs are very wonderful in our diet. I would say all of the tonic herbs that I work with and all my formulas is a general uh, adaptability to, and, uh, to the world today, all of the toxic elements uh, for mind, body, and spirit. So if you look at all my formulas, you see that the body itself is considered one of these an energy we call Jing. And this is called the three treasures. Jing, the body itself, and its capacity to reproduce another healthy body through the, the semen and the ovum uh, to make another healthy body. So mm. uh, and now the, the field of epigenetics is finding that if we don't eat right, we're going to pass that on to our kids and they might be, they might be born with, with deficiencies yeah. because if we were deficient in what we consume. Uh, the Chinese always knew about this. The yeah. ancient Chinese masters knew and they called it Jing. So when we tonify Jing and you said something earlier about eternal Jing or is it, or is it, or is it uh, spirit Jing? Which one were you, you talking about? Uh, my friend yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that you take in the day, the Jing. Well, mm-hmm. This is to fortify yeah. your body, you know, uh, 
and resilience in others, your bones, your muscles, your, uh, your, uh, basically, if you look at your reproductive energies, all the sexual hormones and everything, you can see really the measure of gene there uh, and how those energies are used to empower us. Uh, the second treasure is chi. That's our daily energy needs. That's uh, governed in the spleen, the stomach. When we eat those carbohydrates and, and proteins and all the antioxidants and minerals that we need, it is combusted down and broken down and, and gotten into the blood and the blood is circulated to the cells for nourishment yeah. and for energy. That is chi. That's our daily energy needs. I have formulas that tonify chi. My formula called Essentia is a chi formula. My new formula, Rakta, is a blood building tonic for particularly vegans and vegetarians. So maybe next time we talk, we'll go over this. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, the third treasure is Shin, the spirit. And so, the, you know, they're all operating on different frequency levels. The gene, the body itself, its physical mass. Chi, the, the, the taking in of other uh, physical substrates and then burning that as energy. And Shin, the outcome, what we've learned, what we shine. And so Shin is our light. We cannot expect to radiate the light unless we have tonified, the, we're taking care of the body um, through the, and, and the great gene herbs are wonderful in this regard. Uh, to, to help uh, rejuvenate us. And they're considered anti-aging tonics and fertility tonics and taking chi herbs to assist our body's me metabolic function so that we all have daily great energy and good metabolism, good shape, you know, not yeah. holding water retention and fat. And then finally, if we have tonified those two treasures, what happens is we start to radiate a kind of a positivity yeah. and that's shin. So shin is called the light. Uh, and Ron Teagarden told me when he for, I first started with him, he said, you're not only going to be an herbalist, not going to be a, a, a healer. You must be the light. Whoa. And that was a, I've never forgotten that moment when he told me that. And I realized it's an obligation that I have to follow to truly live in the light and, and, and take care of myself like that. I mean, hey, I, I, I break down, you know. I had some ice cream today, but I don't do it, but maybe once every three or four months. But it's yeah. not like you don't have to worry about this if you're you're doing your wheat tonics, taking your tonic herbs. You can still, you don't have to be some kind of monk and aesthetic and, and start and deny yourself some of the niceties of life. Don't worry. It's about balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but I know, once, yeah. Once we, we tonify the three treasures through uh, the right diet, the right activity, and then tonic herbs to assist. Um, we radiate the light. We become the light. What happens when you become the light? benevolent benevolence starts to come into your life yeah and that is the principle of shin that's what ratio said to do is to draw in or you radiate out that light is benevolence and all life is attracted to the light all life wants to go to light that's why we love those famous actors because when they're on screen they're radiating a sort of light yeah you know if you look, look at marilyn monroe in fact uh the fact was she had these itty bitty little peach fuzzy hairs all over her face they were so small you couldn't see them but when they lit her up her face went she just shined yeah. out and that's yeah. what made her famous and her gold blonde hair like that yeah and people were attracted to the light when they when they perceive the light in someone mm -hmm. and you don't have to be a physically beautiful person to radiate the light so totally yeah anybody can race can assist that let you let go but you, you can't rely on it alone you know yeah, you, you touched on something about the that's actually really important in my life, like the whole and you brought up the raw food thing. And, you know, I I found out about your products and tonic herbalism in general at uh, a well-known uh, raw food clinic, uh, which is currently closed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and uh, but, uh, you know, people come up from all over the world and it was great, man. People would just talk yeah. about the ideas they shared and everything and everyone there. 
everyone there of a certain frequency was like, you got to get on the Jing herbs. And these are raw foodists, right? So they're, they're kind of, and you would see these, uh, you'd see these people be, um, a certain type would be like doing everything by the book. They'd be juicing, they'd be eating the perfect diet. And you could tell it just wasn't clicking. They, they would never eat ice cream. Like you said, you know, they, they would be completely pure quote unquote, and it wasn't clicking. And versus the other people that would just, be 80% good or 90% good or whatever that means. And then they would take the herbs and it would just all just click, you know, cause it was, they were in balance finally and they weren't fighting upstream, you know, they weren't doing this whole thing. And the Jing in particular, especially for vegans and vegetarians and raw foodists and especially men. And I'm, it was a perfect segue. I don't know if you wanted to talk about something else, Clint, but I definitely want to talk about the men's health that we, we had planned on uh -huh. the men's health thing. Cause yeah. Because the man, the men um, really well, well, struggling the with the gene that, society. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, it's uh, men are getting hit really hard. Um, I mean, we all are. Yeah. Women are too. Uh, but in fact, I'll say something slightly presumptuous, but it's my own observation. I think women hold, tend to hold more gene than men. Men are kind of a little bundle. Hundred percent. And it's concentrated yeah. in our skin. Uh, women hold more gene because they have to produce another life out of their body. Yeah. So that's why uh, younger women in their reproductive year, younger years tend to be the quiet ones. They want to sit and they're, they're absorbing everything. That's, mm. that's all they're taking in gene because they're going to have to put that into a new body. Wow. Uh, we're the ones putting out. So we're always kind of like putting out our gene all day long. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so we're, we're more susceptible in some regards uh, and men are getting hit very hard in other ways because of pollution and, 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 and plastics and the yeah. uh, chemicals that are somewhat, somewhat considered to be a xenoestrogenic. Uh -huh. But yeah, another time, you know, uh, let, let's let's go into these subjects in more detail. It would be it would merit, yeah, you know, absolutely a, a more important a big, bigger discussion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but, so. Uh, Okay. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a, sorry sorry the um there was there was somebody that was asking uh, let me let me pull it up here I, I got one question in that was from uh, this lady who I think she's really into uh, she's really into like martial arts and stuff okay. and uh, um she was just wondering because she she's a fan of the last episode we did she, do you ever have you ever like applied this to any like or do you know anybody that does like like taoist boxing and combat and like have any herb recommendations for things like just for them you know like like for oh, that yeah. sector of people because that's yeah. a big part of it right is yeah, a big yeah. part of the whole community yeah um the, the, okay so when we go back to gene uh the body itself uh athletes need to tonify gene um, there are two uh, branches of gene. There's what's called the yin gene, yeah. which is uh, they're considered the anti-aging and rejuvenation herbs. So somebody who feels really weak, maybe someone who's been born genetically weak because their parents ate, grandparents ate bad food and they're, they're, yeah, they yeah. feel like they don't have constitution. They would take yin gene herbs to restore. Uh, an older person, somebody who got sick, somebody who got hurt in an accident, take yin gene herbs to restore. But there's also yang gene herbs. So yang gene herbs uh, are noted for... Uh, giving you stamina immediately while also sort of recharging your long-term life forces. So um, the idea of gene is that it's considered like a, a wellspring that's held in our kidneys, the Chinese say. I mean, you might look at it as your personal family bank account of the, the genetic uh, savings account has been held, you're holding in your kidneys apparently, and the kidneys govern reproductive and the whole endocrine system. And then that's where, you know, we're going to pass on that 
uh, to new life, that same gene. Um, the kidneys are, are a holding vessel of gene, and they always need to be refilled. And, and we use gene. So uh, when we're out running, when an athlete is running or doing a, a, a you know a big, a, an extraneous um, event, they're using gene. And we pay a lot of money to watch those guys on those basketball teams show us how much gene they have. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. That's what I'm watching them. I'm having a you know a drink with a friend or something. You know, I, I drink some wine, go out, and and I see a ball game. I actually watch those guys. God, look at that gene. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's what I do. But um, you see, those guys need to replenish. It's like a you know, once you've gone out there and you've endured like that, then you've got to come back and and. Put back in, or else you're gonna. It's gonna wear you down. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those guys save their sexual energies. You know, their their coaches say beforehand, no, no sex for the six mm-hmm. months before. Yeah, it's very famous. That's yeah. because they're trying to concentrate their gene. Um, and so these are things that athletes uh, can benefit by taking yang jing herbs. They're famous. Uh, the herb eucomia bark is very famous for bone ligament, bone tendon and ligament. Yeah. Uh, fab- fabulous for for us for supporting. The bones who are used by women in menopause who are, are subject to uh, osteoporosis, uh, someone who's have a bone uh, issue, growing children. Um, excellent, excellent Yongjing herb. So my Yongjing formula is called Endurance. It has epimidium, it has uh, it has eucomia, and uh, it has uh, staunch. It's famous herbs for, by, used by athletes in Asia. So I... Uh... I wanted to bring, so I have a perspective on this. I wanted to hear your perspective on my perspective. <laughs> I, I feel, um, I agree with everything you just said in my personal journey on herbalism. And I've played around with all sorts of Jing herbs. You know, I feel most of them at this point. I'm, I am currently taking Sestanch. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy herb, man. That's a good one. Um, yeah. I feel that like, especially yes. in, in like in podcast world and online discourse and alternative diet stuff, especially with men, there's a big focus on the Yongjing herbs, the you know the makas, the sestanch, the these kind of things, and I do find yeah. that um, I do enjoy those and I, I do take them. But I find that if I if I neglect the Yin Jing herbs, that mm. it's it's almost too I get too overextended and almost to the point where because I think people do have Yin and Yang personalities, where I will. If I almost if if I only if I focus on the Yinjing herbs, the Yang almost takes care of itself for me. To where I, yes. I love the Shizandra, I love the Ramania Ramania your name, you know, Ramania. That's that's one of my favorite herbs. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You've got to put money in the bank in before yeah. you can use it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> and then yeah. once it's there, you can use it. Um, mm-hmm. your, your body can draw from it. So the Yinjing herbs are yin is first, the energy of uh, so yin means the accumulation of energy into an organism, and yang means the use of that energy. Yeah. Um, and so you're right. Yin is first. You must put money in the bank before you have anything to really use. Yeah. You're all And I think I, and I think I was in serious debt for years before I discovered herbs. So that's why I love the yin the herbs so much. Mm-hmm. And goji is a famous. Everyone's heard of goji berries. That's a really famous yin herb, right? That's really high. It's a yin herb. Uh, yeah, it's a it's very high in minerals and antioxidants and carotenes. And yeah, yeah it's a, a really really nutritious uh, a berry. Yeah, uh, it's considered a yin It's also considered a beauty herb. It's really good for oh, okay. skin, for collagen support, yeah. and all that. Um, but uh, you being uh, a young man, um, it's it's um, you know you may already be you know genetically imbued with a certain amount of gene that young men need to control it uh, in order not to burn it out too wildly. Yeah. Uh, and you are in the process of 
learning how to control and conserve that energy yeah. for your future, for your children, mm-hmm. and for, you know, for the future yeah. of humanity. Uh, men, us men have an opportunity to cultivate our power to help others and help humanity uh, in, in, rather than just seeking our own self-gratification yeah. Uh, which, you know, those forms of self-gratification through sexual conquest and all that, it's just going to burn us out. And at some point later in our lives, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I would be able to look back if I had just done that in my life. So I'm just going to go and, and pursue, uh, you know, uh, and just, you know, conquest and like, who cares what. Right now at my age, I might be looking back at my life going, yeah. Man, I should have tried to do something a little more substantial. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Wait, did did she have another part of that question about being concerned yes, about? Yes, I wanted. Yes. I, I I wanted to hear that too. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, let me. Uh, yeah, let me let me pull that up real fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, she did have a, a second part because that was uh, that was beyond the uh, martial mm-hmm. arts. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Um, Sai, my co-host here, got also got her into dragon herbs, Pearl Shen, yeah. for being sad. Yeah. It helped a lot, so I got the I got their frame builder. Looks like it's mostly eucomia. Is that how you say it? Eucomia. Eucomia. Yeah. Yeah. The herb I was mentioning. Bones, the bone one. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, frame builder and my formula called endurance are very similar. Yeah. Okay. Very similar. Okay. So then, then. Um, it says eucomia may augment steroid signals in the body, um, and that he also she also wants to know about gong fu. I'm 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 unfamiliar. Oh, yeah. with that. Well, I think I just want to. I think what she was getting at was: is it a concern for a woman to be taking eucomia because it's steroidal? Is it too masculine, for example? And I I have a perspective on this. I want to hear I want to hear your perspective, and then I I think I have something to add, maybe. No, it's it's not. It's not. Um, it's a it's a tonic herb. Okay. It's, it doesn't even push you like that. In fact, I have it in my formula for menopausal women uh, uh-huh. called Phoenix. Um, excellent herb for uh, women to uh, you know who need to protect their bones and ligaments, uh, particularly you know postmenopausal women need that. Um, we all uh, want to maintain a strong uh, frame, structural framework. Yeah. Um, when women are in earlier reproductive years, uh, they need to maintain. Uh, you know, strong bone, tendon, and ligament. And also then, you know, these essences are, they're kidney essences. They're held in the kidneys. So then they would be passed on to your children too. Okay. Um, no, it's a, it's a great herb for all people. Okay, let me tell you, a criteria of a tonic herb is what we focus on, my Ron T. Garden and me and our lineage. Yeah. It must not, it must be found through centuries of use to have no negative side effects. That is one of the main criteria of a tonic herb. And so, uh, yeah, um, okay. uh, Ron's, uh, um, uh, uh, that, that, that endurance formula and then my formula endurance, they're, they're very similar because they have the, they're all based on the principles of the Chinese materia medica. He and I don't really step outside of a very, you know, uh, defined, uh, uh, pharmacopoeia of, of herbology that's already been thousands of years of observation. Yeah. The only time I've stepped out of sight of it is in using shilajit and enormous and things. Yeah. I want to, I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, I had a, I, I see that the same question she asked, I see in reverse. In fact, a very good friend of the show, uh, been on multiple times. I won't mention it just in case he doesn't want it, but we got him. I think he got some uh, of the Rishi and he texted me and he's like, Hey, just wanted to, I've been looking at some studies online 
this is my perspective. I want to know what you think. Uh, he's like, I'm, I'm seeing that, uh, that there's some studies showing that Rishi can de decrease testosterone. Is that going to be an issue? And what I said, and tell me what you think of this is I was like, I was like, I think that, you know, I think we get kind of trapped in that kind of Western mind of like this number goes up, this number goes down, blah, blah, blah. And I, just from my personal experience, like a, no, it doesn't seem to be a problem. And B, if you're taking Rishi and it, let's say it does decrease testosterone. And I am, I think men should have high testosterone. I, I think that if you're taking Rishi and you're taking Eucomia and you're taking Sistanch and Epimidium, you will have zero problems in that department whatsoever. That's kind of what I told him basically. Was, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, hormone uh, is about us. Uh, the hormone uh, ratios are about a sort of a balance. Mm -hmm. and, and so there's a balance in, from the pituitary master hormones that then regulate the ratios of, of the male and female hormones. So we were seeing, you know, for instance, we brushed on earlier, a lot of petrochemicals are affecting that, that uh, relationship a little bit. But with women, uh, the primary hormones, uh, there's these gonadotropin-releasing hormones that are gonadotropic that, uh, that work with our, and our sexual desires, you know, starting in our brain here, right? Um, you know, leading us to want to, to procreate for the sake of, you know, new people, new souls. Um, but as this cascades down with women, it goes into pregnenolone, progesterone, and then estrogens. With men, it breaks down more like to GABA and then down toward uh, testosterone. Okay. Uh, but all of that whole sequence involves being healthy, eating right, eating the right elements and foods. And you know, we're missing so many elements in our in our diet. You know, there's 125 critical elements. And um, so the tonic herbs are about in introducing some of those. And so this cascade between... And that's where the shin herbs, like where, where uh, you know, shift works so well. And pearl shin, as this lady mentioned, um, they're working at that gonadotropin. Uh, those, those hormones in pituitary to also uh, make sure that there's a, there's a divinity going on there. And not just this, like, uh, you know, this, this, um, this uh, useless drive, not useless, but, you know, um, uh, a drive that isn't balanced, you know. Yeah. Uh, so like so like taking reishi along with the yangjing herbs, like you just said earlier, it would wind up creating a sort of a balance where, uh, you know, the, the master hormones, the pituitary are synthesizing down into uh, a good array of, of hormones supporting all the endocrine function, along with, you know, the three treasures, along with the five organ systems. And like I said, it's about t tuning the instrument, all yeah. those things being tuned. If something isn't, when we get higher testosterone, it's not higher. It might just be higher in relation to estrogen. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. I follow yeah. I follow a lot of these like biohacker guys, and and a lot of them I, I really respect. That, that maybe they're not into the tonic herbs. And one guy, he he's really into this stuff. Um, Lucas from Ergogenic Health or Boost Your Biology. Yeah. He's a cool dude. I could. He's really really on. He's into Shilajit as well and stuff. And he was saying he he was doing all sorts of experiments on himself, and he he maxed out testosterone and maxed down estrogen in his personal body. And he found yeah. that his sex drive crashed. Like he needed estrogen in a balance to, to be a sexual being right as a man. And that, and this isn't some weird, you know, it's like people get so obsessed with getting rid of all estrogen completely. And that seems to be a mistake as well as from the masculine perspective, it, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't work that way. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a interdependent, um, synthesis yeah it depends on a healthy diet you know um and uh, 
yeah. some sunshine in your eyes and on your skin, some, you know, drinking enough water, all these things come into this synthesis that then, then the endocrine system is very interdependent. Uh, you know, the steroid hormones are, are, are different. They're, they have different needs and they, they, they function differently. Uh, like this minuscule idea of focusing, I don't, I don't mean to say that about your, uh, what your, your friend said, more oh, so yeah. like from medical authorities and all this, like, well, this yeah. hormone does this and that and this and that. Well, no, yeah. they're independent. They're in, they're in a family. For sure. Uh, the endocrine system is extremely, if I, if I went into the medical industry, if I was to go back in my life and decide to be a doctor, I would, I'd like to be an endocrinologist. It's just fascinating. Mm. But the, um, the synergy there. So endocrinologists wind up sort of studying the three treasures in a sense. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I had, um, we had one more question from a listener, uh, and this is actually about, uh, your your dream form uh, tonic that that uh, that he's been trying. He just he he just wanted to expand. Uh, have you expand on a little bit of it? So he's been taking the dream tonic, uh, and he's been keeping a sleep journal. Now he's noticed better clarity in terms of recalling his dreams, and he's been feeling more rested. He's wondering if there's anything else as far as adding to that aspect of his life a little bit more that he could be doing. Whether I mean just anything, whether it's taking other kinds of herbs, uh, dieting, or anything like that to just keep keep uh making those dreams just appear more clear uh all of the shin herbs will will in, in, improve uh your um uh, your dreams in a sense um you know the herb that's in in shift mm-hmm. is uh, is asparagus root um i'm trying to remember if i have asparagus root in dream i might because it's about the herb that uh, helps you uh, dream that you're flying uh and uh when we when we take asparagus root uh, the ancient masters thought it was the herb that helped them f- actually fly. Uh, today, you know, we're a little too earthbound with the pollutants in the world and all this to, to go flying around. Uh, <laughs> we might be able to. But at benches, you know, they say in the ancient days there were these masters who learned to fly. Well, it was it was asparagus root. Asparag- so what I found when I take uh, – I took a bunch of asparagus root by itself one time, way back when I knew you guys back in Arizona originally – I took a bunch of asparagus root. I think we sold straight asparagus root there in a wow. bag. Yeah, guys. yeah, I think well, so. I did yeah. that for a while. And what I noticed was in my dreams, I started dreaming that the first night, and you've, you've probably had these kind of dreams before too. Like the, the first, your first dream is like you're maybe back at school in high school, and suddenly yeah. you can kind of kneel down and slide and, and to go somewhere instead of walking. And uh, then you go to the, to the stairwell and you find you can kind of like go, like go down like you're on a skateboard. And then the next dream, you're sort of up the next night, you're up in the ceiling and there's a party going on. You're going, hey, come on, I'll show you. It's easy. And you're and you're telling people come up with you in, in, up by the ceiling. You're floating. And then the next night, you know, I, I, this what happened to me was I was kind of above the roof of the house outside. And the following night, it was kind of up and there were telephone wires. And I was like, Ooh, and I stopped. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't want to fly out of this, out of the, out of the you know, earth yet. But um, so I found that uh, what the way that uh, they, they call uh, asparagus the flying herb, and, you know, with, with respect to these uh, great masters who apparently flew, I find is when I take it, I wind up having dreams of flying. So um, this, this listener here, viewer, um, I, um, uh, dream is, is a formula, um, 
Um, I should look and see if I have a spare disc. I, I have your. I can pull it up on your site yeah. right now just to see just to see if you do. But yeah, go on, continue. Well, doing, well, asparagus root is definitely in my shift formula, yeah. and so you're. It uh, goes you're, good with reishi, right? Kind of. That's, yeah. that's kind of what you intend, right? There that's is right. reishi in dream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your viewer could could uh, include shift uh, to to uh, galvanize the the dream formula, mm. but yes, it, uh, I named it aptly. It's a it's a formula of pleasant dreams for pleasant dreams. The way that it works, it does have a bit of valerian root in it and a bit of L-theanine, which are known as uh, to help, you know, uh, bring us down in our energy, like to relax. (laughs) But the other herbs are primarily there to help us get rid of the anxiety elements that won't let us go to sleep. The the brain being turned on. I didn't do this. I didn't do this day. I got to do this. Mm. Oh, I didn't do that. Oh, my God. I got to get in touch with this person. Um that's the stuff that we want to go turn it off <laughs> do yeah. it tomorrow um and that, so the herbs that are in dream are kind of a polygala is in dream that will strengthen our herb i talked about yeah it's in dream to help give us the willpower to say it's okay i'll do it tomorrow yeah and it. so i i did check i pulled up i pulled oh sorry mm-hmm. sorry i was got a little lag there I think. yeah good glenn is that oh it? yeah yeah, I was looking at it. It is not in the uh, the dream uh, formula, the asparag the asparagus root. So um, I, I, I'm just pulling it up on your online store right now. So it, it's not in there. So you would you say maybe almost recommending taking that alongside? Because it appears he really likes the dream formula. He's just wondering how to expand on that. Yeah, yeah, it takes shift too. Yeah, because uh, then you're going to wind up doing something working with all your daily rhythms too, keeping you in that in that frame zone of like, you know benevolent energy and that's that's one thing i've been getting into too is is um the state as you're entering sleep and i've been hearing this Uh so many Uh different like metaphysical you know whether it's like law of attraction people or you know people that are in you know they all seem to stress uh, a focus on be very uh or yoga nidra right like be be very uh, cognizant of your consciousness as you drift off to sleep because it, you're setting up a whole cascade of, uh, of uh, energy. You're, you're entering, you know, there's some weird stuff that goes on, you know, I don't know what, what, what's the metaphysics of it is. Like, do our, we connect with our soul during our sleep or we kind of reset. And uh, I find, yeah, when I, when I really focus on that and I try and get to a good state before I drift off to sleep, I wake up in that exact same state, ready to go kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and I, th- I can't see how the herbs would help, would, would, would hurt that process basically yeah, i think they could only help and yeah excuse me i'm just trying to get a light on here oh that's okay no, that's all right yeah, yeah. yeah um but yeah that's uh no i i think that's true I, and for me it's it's always the screen it's always the screen put the screen down before you go to bed i mean i, yeah, I just any i i get the word i i never actually slip into that like just deep like yeah. deep sleep when i'm when i got a full screen in my face as the last thing I see before, yeah, give it a just, half hour, hour at least is a good, a good, yeah. no screens. Yeah. That's a good, good starting point. Yeah. Well, I was just, um, like being cognizant of the, your state of consciousness as you're drifting off to sleep. And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. kind of, I think you're setting up kind of a cascade of, I'm noticing, I don't know. I just feel because people are, you know, getting up, waking up on the right side of the bed. That's the common expression. I almost find it's like, going to sleep in that on the right side of the bed or something, you know, it's kind of, that's really what I'm focusing on these days. And, uh, you know, it's not every night that I, that I do it well or whatever. Sometimes I just have that brain shatter going on and stuff, but I, I really try and direct my thoughts on, you know, what I intend 
in this life in a general sense, not like specific goals or anything, but I just, I just want, you know, maybe I want to be useful. I want more of that energy. I want, I want to be uh, more kind or I want, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, just, and, you know, and I've, I'm hearing this from people that are really into like manifestation stuff, you know, like law of attraction, which I'm trying to get better at where it's, oh. it's really important to master the right before sleep as you're drifting yeah. off the sleep thing. So I, I was saying, I, I assume that the herbs can only help with that. You know, the, the, yeah, I heard you say earlier about how you got to turn off the computer for, you know, uh, before you went, yeah, when I, all those years when I wrote, um, yeah. And I'm not done writing. I've got to write another sequel to my novel now. My, my trip, I got to write a tri- you know, trilogy. But um, when I'm writing into the late night, man, I'm telling you, it, 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 there's something about it. When you're on the, on the Internet, it just it just trips wires that it just really want <laughs> to shut that off. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and um, so you mentioned your writing. This is the last thing I want to talk about today. You mentioned your writing. Now you want to write a sequel and you are a trilogy, right? Uh, of, of what it is. And now I, I find it fascinating and, and perhaps I just don't know enough uh, people. Maybe, maybe the m- middle of this Venn diagram is bigger than I think, but I, but I, I I'm not sure. I, I tend to think somebody who specializes in what you specialize in, like a lot of times they would go straight into just philosophy, right? I'm going to write, I'm just going to write my philosophy down. But to take to take like the genre of like sci-fi fantasy and stuff like that, I find that so interesting um, as as a way to, you know, whether it's just completely your ideas or not, or just a novelization, I find that fascinating. So just like what draws you to sci-fi, you know, and, and, and things like that. I'm, always, I'm so interested in that. You know, I would love it if we could do another installation on this in particular, because I'm getting ready to release... Um, the, the the first of the of the three sci-fi of uh, my stories. Um, this is an incredibly pertinent book to us today, uh, man. Uh, and um, and um, so what happened was, you know, I, yeah, my first books were were uh, chronicling my own work in mm-hmm. in was my first book, Healing Thresholds, which you guys used to have at the clinic, um, was about my own development and, and discovery of Chinese tonic herbs, and then about them. Um, and then when I had finished that writing that book, it took me eight years to write it. And in 2009, I had finished it and I was getting ready to figure out how to you know, promote it. And bam, this uh, I was driving through the Arizona desert and this just idea for this science fiction story came in my brain. It was like, boom, man. I, and it was like a fire hydrant went off, like all the characters, the, the two children, their sensei, their nagual, the, the, the doctors, the hunters and, uh, and the spy and, and all these. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I pulled into Globe, Arizona and got a little ledger and wrote this thing out. Well, I got back to LA about a week later and my spirit guides whom I had gotten in touch with during writing healing thresholds were like, start writing that. And I was like, what? come on, science fiction, quit it, man. I, I can't do that. I'm not a trained writer. I don't want to do it. And, and I thought, I'd, I, and they're like, no, you. And I thought, at first I thought, well, I'm just going to write a bunch of fluff then or something. I don't know. And man, the story that unfolded had deeper messages, even for myself. I learned a lot about myself as a healer in uh, channeling, you know, through the eyes of this young man, Shin, who becomes the the herbal healer in the book. He discovers Reishi in the book. And uh, this is this book is a timely, timely story. And what my spirit guides taught me is that we can uh, we can uh, invest uh, incredible educational tool we can imbue a, a, a gripping story with an incredible educational tool. Why not? 
Um, and uh, I found the, the, the beauty of, of reading fiction again. Uh, since then, I've read some, you know, some, uh, I reread a couple of my favorite classics and some other fictional novels. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing in the night, you know, turn on your light, get a cup of tea, sit up and sit in the bed and get caught up in this incredible story. But then um, I found that my spirit guides were infusing every paragraph with lessons, powerful lessons about life, about evolution, uh, about self-healing. And I, it, it was the most, um, you know, wonderful experience in my life. And I feel really, 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 really proud that I'm going to be putting this out. I think it's going to help give a lot of people a lot of confidence um, and a lot of confidence in the future. You know, a lot of young people today are worried about the future of this planet. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. And so um, and, and just real fast, I mean, uh, just let the I mean, the listeners know and I'll we'll say it again, of course, where to buy like your your products. But as far as your book, like where is that going to be featured at? Um, oh, yeah. Um, if you would like to receive a pre-release copy, we're about ready to put it out. Or we're almost finished the copy edit. We're going to release a pre, pre-release coffee, copy for people to read in order to give us reviews, to see if you like it, to, see, you know, for, to get people to yeah, our listeners would love that. reviews. And so anyone who wants to uh, get my uh, their email address to me, I'll put it on the list for the pre-release. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, yeah, so it'll go from there. Um, but uh, the book is called Children of the Hessian is the first book. And uh, you, you, you will uh, get it, uh, you know, right now, uh, just you, you can get my herb products at uh, supertonicherbs.com. And then, of course, the link to the books will be there eventually. Yeah, that's great. That's great. We're looking forward to it. Well, I mean, you know, as always, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on. And I, I'd, again, some of these other topics that we only brushed on, I'd like to expand on in further conversations. Absolutely. That we can do. Um, we are building a website for the, the book series. It's called the HSIEN.com. Very cool. H-S-I-E-N, right? Uh-huh. H-S-I-E-N. Got it. Sounds right good. On. Well, uh, once again, it's 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 always a pleasure. So, uh, oh, and, it's, yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and again, I, you know, this time I feel, you know, even even more confident in a sense because I've, I've taken, you know, some of these things that we talked about. It sounded so uh, like sci-fi, you know, it sounded like yeah. sci-fi because I'm like, I, I, I don't know any of this stuff. Like, oh, this is crazy. And then all of a sudden now I, I feel, you know, even even certain feelings that you've put into words. Yeah. Uh, of that i'm like oh that okay that's it you know i for me personally i've really uh gotten attached to the the eternal jing and the shift yeah. but there's a lot I'm, our listeners uh, so many of our listeners i think far and away three masters that's like their favorite and and just and, oh. and uh, yeah. i you know i i say to everybody i don't it's a very low risk thing this isn't like uh, ask your doctor about this and this and this like a lot of this stuff like you know I, I, it's very, it's a very, you're not, you're not uh, risking a lot by, by taking this stuff. So like if it's, I, can. I, I have to stay with tonic herbs that have been proven over centuries to be safe. Uh, the modern health authorities and like the national institutes of health, all their studies show safe uh, because I don't want to fool around with something that's untested. Right. You know, tried and true historical. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, okay guys. Um, uh, yeah. uh, uh, great talk. Uh, and we'll, again, we'll, we'll expand on, we'll, I'm sure for our next conversation, maybe, maybe when you're getting ready to release your book, I'd like to get you on again and, uh, and do that. And we can, and we, and we can expand on some more of these, uh, these topics and, uh, all right guys, everybody have a safe week. Yeah. Thank you guys. We'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good. Yeah.